This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 56. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Today, we're joined by Mary Job. Mary lives outside Lagos, Nigeria. She is a philosopher by birth. She runs How Do You Tech for Work? She loves to travel, take photos, write, meet awesome people, and experience cultures. She loves doing 22 and experimenting with food and listening to great music and great wine. Hi, Mary. Hi, hi, Liam. Hi, Mary. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, I'd like to ask if you could tell us more about yourself and explain what 22 is. Hi, Tara. Nice to meet you again. Um, okay, so um, my name is Mary. You already know that. And um, I live outside Lagos, uh, just an hour drive from Lagos. I work as a tech consultant, Nalji Tech Limited, a company I co-founded with a colleague. Uh, we teach uh, people how to use digital systems, and then we also build digital systems on request. So, um, yeah. So you asked me how, what 22 is. Yes. This is a ritual. Uh, it's interesting. I got it from a colleague. 22 is, um, uh, it's not yoga. It's, it's not um, meditating. It's you laying down. You just lay back. You relax. And then for 22 minutes, you think about nothing. So I do it in between work, when I feel pressured, when um, it's in a stone wall, you know, when I just need to relax my brain, I just go for 22 minutes, I lay down, no, don't think about anything at all, and put my phone on flight mode. That part is very important because the phone is always uh, Yeah. I put it on flight mode and then I just go for 22 minutes. Sometimes I slip up, which is good. Other times... I, I come back with a fresher mind and a fresher perspective to tackle whatever it is that I was dealing with. <laughs> That's interesting. I've never heard of that. I've been um, doing a lot of reading about meditation in the past year, and I haven't heard of 22. 22 seems like a long time. About all I can meditate is 10 minutes, so I would imagine I probably would fall asleep as well. Do you do it lying down, though, you said, yes? Better lying down. Okay. But I lying down. It, it was it was it was started by um, my co-founder actually. So um, he started doing it after he had an experience with MRI. We had a brain scan, and you know, he said that moment where he was laying still. Um, you know, when you're in the MRI, you don't you can't move. You have to be still. They have to start all over again. That he gave him this perspective that he felt really good afterwards. After the MRI, it feels, it feels like he just lifted the whole world off his shoulders and then he can start again. So um, he started it and he's been pushing it. He does it personally, he introduces it to people. I, I tried it and I really liked it, so I stuck with it. He has yeah. a site for uh, kb.live forward slash 22. Is there a reason that it's 22 minutes? Ha. So uh, according to him, he spends 22 minutes in the MRI. 
and a scanning machine. So I don't know why he chose 22 minutes, but 22 just works. So 22 is 22. Yeah, and you really don't think about anything for that time because I think my mind would be going a million different directions. Yeah, that's, that's the problem because I can't sleep if I don't think. Right. Yeah, I have to be thinking about something and fall asleep. But this makes the process a lot faster because mm. I'm not thinking about anything. And um, when I got introduced to it, I used to have migraines a lot. I used to have a lot of headache. So the first time I tried it, in fact, the first few minutes of not thinking about anything, my head feels so light and the headache is just gone. I don't feel any pain whatsoever. I'm just free. I'm just, you know, like I'm just in a state that I would love to be forever, but sadly I can't be in that state forever because I have to work and I have to eat and I have to do other things. Yeah, interesting. This is very intriguing. I want to ask you about this. So when I sit and try to maintain that practice of thinking about nothing, and what I try to do is not think words in my head. So don't pronounce any words in my head. And I wonder... And that's very difficult for me. That just is a huge challenge because I say, you know, I'll be doing it now. I say, oh, I'm not saying anything. Oh, dang it, I just said something. You know, and I'm not speaking. It's all in my head. But what is your brain doing? How are you? Are you just like focusing on breathing so you're not thinking about work? You're not thinking about your daily concerns or you're not thinking about uh, – because my brain tends to, and I think this is what Tara was getting at, it, it goes off in this direction and it gets distracted and starts to think about this deadline or making dinner plans for this evening or what we have to do next weekend. And tell us a little bit about how you either avoid that or how when that – when those thoughts pop into your head, how do you chase them out and go back to nothingness? Yeah, so that, that happens very often. In fact, when I first started, it was very difficult. I mean, like, no, 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 I have to think about something, anything. And then you would say, well, you are only allowed to think about one thing. But I found out that I was much better not thinking about anything. So when that thought comes to me, maybe work, family, work, I just tell myself, no, you can't think about anything. And then it goes off again. And then if it does come again, I tell it to go back to where it's coming from. Like, no, go away. I don't want to think about anything. Just leave me be for 22 minutes and then I'll come back to you. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's what I read a lot about meditation as well, is it's sort of you just have to keep working on it. And don't be hard on yourself when your mind does wander because it will and just kind of bring your attention back. And that's the point is training your brain to focus. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but it is very hard to do in reality. It's easy to say, but very hard to do. So when I have an headache, it is so difficult because uh, the moment I start to think about something, the, the pain, the, the pain starts coming back. And then I tell you, mm. no, I want the headache to go. So please just leave me there. And I don't want to think about anything. And I feel better. And then afterwards, I feel way much better. Ah, well, thanks for sharing that technique. I will, I'll be looking that up. Uh, let's, let's jump back or forward <laughs> um, and talk a little bit about your relationship with WordPress, how you discovered WordPress, what you do with WordPress, and, um, and the community of WordPress. Okay, great. So I discovered WordPress first sometime around 2013, 12. Um, I started blogging. I started blogging as a way to express my my feelings. I find it very difficult to um, tell the next person how I'm feeling. 
I find it easier to write it down. I could write 10 pages of how I feel at any particular time. So um, uh, blogging for me was a way to let out, you know, those feelings. And then I started with off pages. I tried WordPress. You know, the first time I tried WordPress, I was like, wow, this is so complicated. What am I doing here? I just want to write and publish. <laughs> I, I don't think I have the patience for this, so I left it. And then in 2015, I went to do my internship at Ghana with the Salishians of Don Bosco. It's a, a Catholic organization that focuses on just youths. My cousin uh, is a, a Salishian brother, so I was more or less among my family uh, members. So um, one day we were, we were just in the office and he said, why are you not blogging on WordPress? And I'm like, no, why would I want to blog on WordPress? It's a complicated platform. I don't want to use it. Said, no, but our website is built on WordPress. And I said, your website is built on WordPress. Wow. Let me check that out. And then I'm like, are you serious? I didn't know you could build a, web, uh, a website with WordPress. And then <laughs> he gave me videos. I took, um, like I said, he gave me videos made by Martin. Martin ran Hendrickson. He's now a very good friend. And it took me two weeks to watch those videos. When I finished watching those videos, I ran, moved, exported my blog from Blogger to WordPress. And that was how I started. I mean, when I, when I was on Blogger, I think the most I got was a like from a friend that pities me. Let me just like her. <laughs> <laughs> but within the first three months of being on WordPress, I made a number of friends, like good friends that I interacted up till now. There's one from Zimbabwe schooling in India. He writes beautifully. And then there's this um, old man also that lives somewhere in the U.S. And then there's a great grandma somewhere in the U.S. I made friends from all over the world. It was so cool. Like, you know, being able to share and connect and then, you know, interact with people from uh, far out, like way further from where you reside. It was really interesting. And then I asked myself one day, I said, this WordPress is so cool. You know, how can I be a part of WordPress? Is there something I can do? Uh, but before then, in December 2015, there was this lady who approached me. Uh, she lives in the UK. She said they want to redesign their website. It's built on WordPress. I didn't know about WordPress at all. I didn't know anything about WordPress at all. She was like, I like the way your blog looks, and I want, I want you to work on our website. And I'm like, okay, nice. I'll do it. And then I went to read, like, what so there's WordPress.org. Oh my goodness. So I have to purchase this domain uh hosting. Oh, so there's hosting on WordPress and then I started reading more about it. The more I did, the more I fell in love with the software itself. Because it's it's like this beautiful work of art that you know inspires you to be a better person. That's the way I, I see WordPress. So wow, I don't that's, that's that's pretty deep stuff. WordPress is a work of art that inspires you to be a better person. That's a an amazing perspective, Mary. Yes, it is. And um, so I, 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 I stumbled on make the WordPress a pub while trying to look for ways to be a part of WordPress. And I'm like, okay, you know, when you go to make the WordPress a pub, you see testing, core. Um, I mean, my first degree was in philosophy. And then the others, <laughs> mass communication and information management, my master's degree, it had nothing to do with computer science. I have just been passionate about the internet. Since 2002, I opened my first email in 2002. Awesome. So 
I saw testing, accessibility. Oh, I don't know how this is. What am I doing? And then I saw community. I was like, wow, a place to fit in. This sounds, this sounds like a very good place for me to fit in. I don't have programming school, so I could very well fit in here. And then I saw they had a community in Lagos, but they weren't active. Mm-hmm. And we just three communities in Nigeria then, but Lagos, Ibadan, and one other one, I think. Or two, and they weren't active, so I said, "Okay, I don't even live in Lagos, you know. I go to Lagos almost every week because Lagos right. is like is like the New York is where everything sure. happens." Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So um, I told myself, "Okay, let me let me apply for one in my state since I don't live in Lagos." So I applied to start a community in my state, and then Courtney got back to me and said, "How would you like to be a part of the Lagos community? You know, they haven't been active, so maybe you could bring them back to life." And I'm like, "Okay." It's not far. It's just an hour's drive, but trust me, it's three hours drive. Like three hours. Yeah, hour and commitment. Three hours. Traffic. The traffic makes it three hours, but if there's no traffic, it's just forty-five to one hour drive. Forty-five minutes to one hour drive from here. So I said no problem, and then the first meetup I did, I did it at a mall in Lagos, and three people showed up. Awesome. Yeah. And awesome. then the next one and the next one. Before we had done five meetups, we had 100 people showing up. How many showed up? 100. Wow. wow. to 100 in five meetups. That is yeah. amazing. Wow. We have a folder. I put, I, we, have, we have a Google Photos where I always upload photos from the first meetup to the <laughs> 30th. So I always upload the photos. And then we went to 150. Wow. When we got to 150, uh, Brooke, I like calling him Brooke. His name is uh, you. You know him, right? I, I, I just prefer to call him Brooke. H-U-G-H. Oh, oh Hugh Lashbrook. Yes, yes. I prefer to call him Brooke. So uh, Brooke uh, sent me a message saying, why don't you organize a word camp? You know, 150 is already word camp, you know, crowd. And I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a shot. And then, uh, but before then, um, I mean, WordPress all about me. Like everybody around me knows that I am into WordPress. I put it on my status, put it on Facebook, I put it on Twitter. Everybody, people will see me like, what is this WordPress you're into? Even my mom was interested <laughs> because uh, at that time I decided to work from home. And imagine telling an African parent you want to work from home. Every day my dad would say, oh, let me call a friend to get you. I'm not looking for a job. I'm working from home. You know, <laughs> I'm working from home. But, you know, to them it was like, for how can you be at home in shorts and T-shirt and say you're working from home? How does that work, you know? Uh, so my mom was interested. And it, it, it's even a funny um, um, story because I told her about Luminous, the only Nigerian working in automatic. And do you know it turned out that Luminous' mom and my mom were colleagues? She retired uh, as a wow. nurse. Does it, yeah, doesn't he live in Dublin? Does he live in Ireland? Yeah, he lives God, in Ireland. I met him at a WordCamp a few years ago. Ah, cool. So I, I asked him when I said, oh, we even have a Nigerian working for Automatic. You know, I was trying to explain WordPress and, you know, the whole thing to her. She says, and I told her his name is Luminous. I said, Luminous, that sounds familiar. I had a colleague that named her son Luminous when we were still in, uh, when we were young, you know. And then I asked Luminous on Slack, is your mom by chance a nurse? And he says, yes. I'm like, wow, what a small That's world. world. <laughs> it's, it's just it's such a small world. Um, so, uh, uh, because I post on Facebook a lot, I started getting a lot of requests, you know, people saying, 
I want to start a community in my city. I want to start a community in my city. I, you know, I want to be into what uh, I use WordPress also. I would like to do this. And today we have 14 um, communities with WordPress presence in Nigeria. And it's still counting. Wow, yeah. that's really impressive to go from one meetup with three people to 150 at one to 14 different communities. That's that's a pretty amazing growth rate and very successful. Yeah, and then we, we try to keep it close-knit. So we have like a WhatsApp group for the, all the organizers. When you become an organizer, we add you to it, uh, help support each other. If we can attend, we attend the meetups, try to encourage one another. We have a Slack channel for all members in Nigeria. So um, it's WordPress, as I said, WordPress inspires me to be a better person. Like it's it just, you know, it, my co-founder was telling me one time when we wanted to build the company site, he said, I don't think you're going to like this because I don't want to build it on WordPress. And then he kept asking, I said, no, you know, how do you know um, something is good if you don't try other platforms? Sure, sure. Yeah, so, so, you know, you're free to build it on another platform. It doesn't stop me from loving WordPress. I'm still going to use WordPress for <laughs> any content. Except the client says they don't want WordPress, you know. Right. Uh, um, so for me, it's uh, coming from a background with no computer um, computer uh, uh, academic knowledge, you know, and then finding myself in WordPress. For me, I always said that WordPress gave me a place to fit it. I like that. I like that. And Mary, I'm going to I'm going to change change it up on you just a little bit cuz you were kind enough to share with us about some of the things you're doing personally, uh 22 and that was very interesting. You talked about starting the meetup and then how that grew to this just amazing community and across Nigeria and you're getting into talking a little bit about uh, your business and, and that. And I want to hear more about that. But what I wanted to ask you is what's your definition of success, be it personal, professional, or combination? How would you define success? Success to me is knowing that there is somebody out there that you have touched with your actions positively. Knowing that somebody somewhere looks at you, is inspired, and wants to be a better person, a good person. To me, that that's... That's what makes me that's what makes me to keep doing what I do every day. When somebody walks up to me and you know, somebody you don't expect and says, Oh wow, you know, um, I see the work you do and I also want to do this and I want to be a better person. Maybe because I'm a philosopher. I like I like it when people uh, do things that are ethically right. You know, sure. just because something is is um because something is um uh we have a lot of people doing things these days that are wrong, but because everybody's doing it, you know, they tend to say, well, everybody's doing it, so sure. I should do it. I really don't like that. I, I don't like it at all. So for me, uh, being able to inspire people positively, impact on them, you know, they, when you come to me, you live with something. That alone is what makes me happy and what makes me feel like, okay, yes, I've succeeded today. I've impacted on somebody today. I'm happy. Yeah. That strikes me as something that, that it's not really ultimately then surprising that you took a community of three and grew it into hundreds, if not thousands, because if your definition of success is to give of yourself in a way that makes a positive impact on people, I imagine that you spend a bit, a good part of your energy trying to create a, a positive impact in the world around you. Yeah. I yeah. enjoy it. 
Um, other than the WordPress community, um, can you talk a little bit about how what you do towards that goal? What what is the most important thing that you do every day or in your life towards that idea of being successful and having a positive impact on other people? Okay, so um, with regards to my work, first I started as a freelancer. Like I said, I I practically roamed the internet for eight for so 12 years or 13 years, I was roaming the internet looking for a place to fit in. I did all sorts of freelance jobs, you know, freelance writing, ghost writing, because that's what I could do the most. Uh, virtual assistant, I did a lot of that. And then uh, towards uh, 2016, 2017, I took up a job at a car uh, automobile firm where we sold brand new cars. And um, I had a lot of bad occurrences. I mean, I got robbed twice. My boss was, wasn't paying me uh, well, you know, and I just told myself, you know what, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. I want to work for myself. You know, why can't I work for myself? You know, uh, it's the information age. People are making money working from home, doing what they love. So I want to do that too. So I stopped work, work um, in that place and then I started um, my own uh, firm. I registered a sole proprietorship. Uh, I used that for about a year or two. And then last year, I founded Algeo Tech, uh, which, which was, um, you know, like I mentioned at, at the beginning, I find it difficult expressing my feelings. Like when I have an idea, I find it so difficult to put it down in words. So my, my co-founder, uh, KB, uh, one day we sat down and I was like, what exactly do you want to do? So, of course, I started explaining and uh, mumbling the words together. And he went to 22. This is another question. <laughs> you sent him into 22. <laughs> yeah, he, he went. And then he came back and how do you think was born? I mean, he got the name from 22. Even the company logo was made, was the idea, we sketched it out. Uh -huh. So that for me was, was a turning point. So it, it felt like, oh, look at what I've been struggling with all this while, and somebody was able to put it on paper for me. You know? So that started How Do You Tech Limited. Now, the and idea then what does How Do You Tech Limited do? What, what, do you, what services do you provide? That'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, so, so that's where I'm going into now. Uh, we, when we started How Do You Tech, the idea was this, okay? So we want to be able to um, offer custom uh, uh, solutions for people in tech, web websites, uh, mobile applications, and, um, but our focus was not really that because a lot of people do that these days. So, but we both love teaching. So we felt the easiest way uh, was for us to teach people what we know. But then we struggle with, should we teach people who can afford it or should we teach people and build them accordingly? So um, the company is just six, seven months old. Of course, we're still shaking and, you know, our foundations are not so strong. But basically, uh, what we want to do is be able to build useful digital systems, useful and functional, being the keyword. I mean, anybody can have a website, but is it useful? Is it functional? You know, what is it doing? What's, is it just sitting there on the internet selling your services? Or is it just there and not doing it? A website is supposed to be useful and it's supposed to be functional. If it's not any of those things, then it's, it shouldn't be on the web. 
Uh, so um, alongside, I wanted to own my teaching skills. I wanted to be able to teach people. So I have a small space in my village here. I like calling this place my village. My mom would tell you, it's not a village, it's a village. <laughs> Um, we'll call it your village. It'll be your village on our podcast. Yeah, it's my village. Mary's so, village. You'll find it on the map. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I, there's this place. I wanted to use it as an office space. But what started out as an office space is now a hub. Oh. Yes. For young girls and women who stand no chances of being into tech but are curious to teach them. So presently we have three students. Wow. So it's a school um, as yeah, well. It's totally free. Uh, we start with basic ICT, uh, basic ICT training, skills training, introduce them to the internet. Uh, two of them have blogs on WordPress now. And I was asking one this morning, so how's your experience blogging been so far? She says, well, it's so good to have a friend from here. I met somebody from here. I said, yeah. yeah. So, you know, keep, keep at it. And, you know, it's, it would help empower you. So for how do you think we're still not yet solid, but we know where we're headed. We're just yeah. not yet. That's we're important still- to have a vision, right? Because without a vision, you don't know where to go. That's yeah, great. and it's supporting your idea of success, too, and helping others. So I'm going to ask you another question, Mary, and this has to do with advice. And um, it sounds like you found a lot of great things from your technique of 22 and working with your business partner. Can you Can you share with us some helpful advice, the most helpful advice you can think of that you've received and how you implement that in your life? Oh, okay. I think the most helpful advice I've received was from my uncle. Well, like, he's older than me, but we're we are sort of like twins. So we go everywhere together. It's, it's one I went to meet in Ghana where I did my internship. When I first got to Ghana then, you know, I would ask him how to do something. And instead of showing me how to do it, he would tell me, just Google it. And I would be upset, like, why are you telling me to Google it? Just show me right here on your system how to do it. <laughs> no, go and check it. Go and read about it. You know, this is not something, I mean, I wasn't the type of person who would always ask, ask, ask. But this is not something you find with, like growing up here, it's not something that it's in our culture. So um, I don't know how to put it, but you get what I'm saying. It's, it's not something you would find an average person. Do. We don't have that curious, that mentality where you want to know, 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 and then you want to, you're seeking knowledge so bad. So that's stuck with me. Uh, and now when somebody says, oh, I want to do this, or I want you to show me this, the first question, have you Googled it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you say no, okay, go ahead and Google. Then tell me what you find. If you tell me what you find, we'll know where to start from. Yeah. So that's that for me is the best advice I got so far from my cousin, brother Sam. It's the best advice I got so far. Like you don't wait for people to tell you how to do things. Go find out how to do it. And if you're lost or if you're confused, come back and then I would guide you to us the way. Yeah, that, I mean, that advice, what's something that's interesting about that advice is that it's, it, it couldn't have been given 50 years ago, right? <laughs> In those words, then 50 years ago, it would have been, you know, go find a book about it or something. But we have, I mean, it's much easier. It takes a lot less uh, 
a lot less effort to Google it than it does to find a library and, and find a book and all of that. So we're lucky we have that. But but I think that's great advice. Have you ever heard the response when, when on, on forums and things when someone asks a question that could probably be easily answered that there's a website called, and there, I think there's an acronym, let me Google that for you whatever that would be, L-M-G-F-Y. Uh, so yeah, people people uh, use that to sort of uh, criticize people who ask questions without looking up, looking for the answer on their own. So yeah. Mary, I love the, the self-empowerment angle of that, of that advice of Google it, figure it out. And I wonder how that advice that you've embraced and you found so valuable how does that work into your school you know you're teaching girls about information computer technology you're trying to learn them well uh, enable them to learn so it has to have some kind of structure right i mean the entire class can't be good morning class google it uh how, how do you how do you, how do you find that balance how does all that all come together Okay, so um, I have, I, I developed a lesson plan. At first, I was looking for lesson plans. You know, what am I going to teach them? How am I going to start? Where am I going to start from? And then at the end of the day, I told myself, why are you trying to teach them something somebody has written somewhere? Why not just teach them what you know and how you know it and how to do it? So that was, that was my model. Teach them what I know. So I started developing a lesson plan based on that. So the first, the first class, the first week, what we go through is this. I teach them how to create an email, right? Because you need an email to access a lot of services online. I teach them what usernames are, what domain names are, uh, what the website is, how is the website, uh, how do you know if a, uh, a site is built on this? or uh, how do they just a domain name hosting. I taught them all those. And one important thing I taught them was how to get information, accurate information on the web. Because that is so important. How do you find accurate information? How do you find information that's actionable and accurate? Yeah, that's increasingly difficult. Yes, yeah, very, very difficult. But if you, if you know how to go about it, I mean, that's one thing that I'm very, very good at. Googling, troubleshooting. <laughs> I am very good at that. If I want to find anything, I find it. Yeah. And I find the right word. So that's one of the key things that I taught them. How do you get this information? So the first week, in fact, they were already Googling. I told them, I just said, go and check um, how to make job schools. Of course, I know they don't know what job schools are. Job schools are pancakes. But they don't make the American pancakes. So when I ask them, how do you approach this question? Well, I think the first thing should be we should find out what job school is because we don't even know what job school is. Yeah. So Googling is an art. Yeah. It's an art that asks you don't just type in your own question in there. No, you break it down into simple terms and then you search. Yeah, Googling is an art. That is a good lesson to learn and, and a good way to uh, to wrap up our conversation today because we're out of time, Mary. But I love that you're teaching young girls in your village <laughs> not only to code, but also to use the internet wisely. And and I think that's a fabulous lesson and it's an inspiration. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us and for joining us today. Can you tell us and everyone listening where they can find you online? Okay, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Mary Ojo, as my username, or just visit my website, askmaryjo.com. Great. Okay, thank you. 
Mary, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. I've really enjoyed getting oh, to know you. Pleasure. Thank you so much. I, I loved my time with you guys. <laughs> and I, I can confirm for you that you have absolutely uh, been successful in this conversation. You have touched me in a positive way. So thank you very much. Me as well. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Mary. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves. <laughs>